It's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Sure is. Another week of NRL in the books, NRL Supercoach. We're here to break it all down, talk about it, look forward to this weekend's games. I am Paulie G. Paul Grzadka with you, as always, for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. Ryan MS with us as well. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. Very good. Um, awesome weekend of league. Like, how good is rugby league? <laughs> we get to talk a bit of on-field footy and, and referees' decisions more than uh, the off-field stuff this week. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. Go from one thing, one drama to another. Peter Hanscom with us as always too. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good, thanks. It was, uh, as you say, it was a great weekend of footy. Um, I think the Titans win over the Storm. That's one of the a very, very gutsy win. I really like what, what uh, Neil Henry's doing there at the, Cow- at the, at the Cowboys, at the, um, <laughs> at the Titans. Yeah. Um, he's going very well and, you know, I think some of their players need to keep an eye on super catch wise and on the field. I think it's they're going to have a watch them out for them in the second half of the year. If you um, had said at the um, start of the round, oh, the Knights are going to beat the Raiders, but it won't be the biggest upset of the round, you'd say, well, what are you talking about? But I think the way the Titans won, I know that maybe it wasn't as big an upset, but the way they beat Melbourne made it bigger. It was just more dramatic than even Newcastle's victory for mine, especially right on the depth, you know, the kick that Anthony Don is, Don is good, you know. <laughs> They're calling him Maradona now because of all his great footwork and twinkle toes and every game he seems to do something with a kick and anyway. All right. Uh, no, Andrew Molinaroli training again. I think I said um, Wyong last week. It's actually the Woi Woi Roosters he's playing for, so he'd go up against those up. Um, Interest uh, Super Cup players or Super Premiership players uh, who are playing for Wyong Ruse, I suppose, rather than um, actually being um, the Roosters' reserve grade team itself. But the Roosters have the same name, so maybe that was where the confusion came in. And Pat Lyons also not with us this week. Um, he's down with the dreaded Lurgy. He is going around. Uh, I've been battling it myself, but he's been kind enough to email some in information with the injuries, so let's go through that now. Tom Trebrovich, we got hit pretty hard this week with injuries as supercoach owners, looking, especially looking at the bye weeks and, and certain players we were targeting. Well, Trebrovich, there were question marks, would he be a hold over origin? We probably were leaning towards that, but now we're hearing a syndesmosis injury to his left ankle and an MCL sprain to his left knee, a double whammy. Uh, they're saying out six to eight weeks, but Pat says eight weeks sounds about right because it is a double whammy injury. So I think pretty hard to hold on to him for that entire period now. Uh, Corey Norman set to be sidelined for a while. Um, look, we've, They went in for the scans. Brad Arthur said, told a grade two medial, um, maybe be four weeks. Then today we're hearing that it was actually going to be large, potentially larger. Corey Norman um, or Pat Lyons saying, I think three to four weeks um, is certainly the quickest. It would otherwise be a very quick bounce back. So interesting there. It's hard, going to, again, be hard to hold Norman because Parramatta um, have different buys and, and you might end up getting stuck with him when you, the games that you wanted the Parramatta players to be playing and then he's not able to. And then you know, when he when he is right to come back, the Parramatta have a couple of 
ill-equated buys. So that's going to be a tough one, particularly, Ryan, if you just brought him in as a few people would have been uh, looking at Origin. Yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, bit of a uh, tragedy for those owners because the um, fact is he was definitely going to be a target to bring in um, due to the buys by draw and how it was structured. But now, uh, yeah, there's a back to the drawing board for a lot of people. Jared Hayne, he um, went down with 11 minutes to go in that game. We talked about uh, Storm v. the Titans with reported nerve damage in his knee. He has, um, he didn't finish the game, but he has um, been named for this week. Apparently the club cleared him of major injury, um, but I guess there is still some doubt there. Um, according to Pat, uh, this is you know a very difficult to sort of um, understand or to get a gauge with the nerve damage. Um, it could be referred pain from lower back, he's saying, which could be a significant problem, or it could have just been a bump on the front of the knee or shin that compressed and or irritated a cutatus nerve. Uh, okay, I hope I've pronounced that correctly. I probably haven't. Um, but I guess, Pete, Hayne, we were worried with Origin anyway. Maybe you own him and you're kind of stuck playing him this week, hoping he will be, you know, end up taking the field, Gold Coast, um, play mid-round, so at least you'd have some options, I guess, if you had to had to sub him out um, when those names are announced, when those teams are announced and we, we tweet him out an hour before kickoff. That's it. And, um, yeah, it's important to keep up to date with the information from, from Supercoach Pros, that's for sure. Um, a great help with things like that, whether Hayne plays or not. Uh, Same middle of the round does help. Um, the fact that he's also playing at home, like straight after the game last Saturday, um, he could have gone straight back home to the Gold Coast just from Brisbane, and you know, he has, has the whole week to recover there. So gives him a chance, and let's hope for super coach-wise for New South Wales and for the Titans that uh, he's able to play and get a bit of form and yeah, show a little bit more of that Jared Hayne magic and rack up a few more super coach points. James Fisher-Harris, he was uh, just returning from a three-week absence thanks to a shoulder injury, and it looks like he's picked up a hamstring. Um, Anthony Griffin saying it's a strained hamstring, which is disappointing. Uh, I'd say he'll be in doubt for next week. He couldn't finish the game. Well, Fisher-Harris hasn't been named in the 21 uh, this week. So essentially a bright spot, Ryan, because Corey Harira-Nera, who we were starting to think is a must-sell, he's got a very high break-even, but... It's going to be hard to sell him now because potentially he's going to play 80 minutes and they're playing the Knights. Yeah, it's a really tempting 80 minutes coming up against the Knights who will possibly um, come back to Worth after a good performance. Yeah, I think you've got to hold him at least for one more week and it does make it a bit easier because a couple of those cheapies and um, you've got guys like Felice Cafusi who, who is you know, not playing 80 minutes now that Toho Harris is back. Um, potentially he's going to lose a lot of money, so maybe you're moving on from him now, not playing in round 12, although Melbourne don't have the worst by draw, so maybe you want to hang on to him for round 15 and 18, as long as he's not selected for Queensland, which is an outside chance. Um, if you get rid of Haririnaya as well, you're pretty much left with um, yeah, any the forwards that you can bring in, unless you've got a centre and winger that can, is a dual position player that you can move, because these cheapies that we're going to talk about in a moment um, are more are in different positions, halves or centre and winger. So you may want to just hold that extra week, you know, and hope for the best there with um, CHN. 
Jake Granville, well, he's once again racing the clock to prove his fitness. He got a whack on that recently healed broken leg. Um, he's saying it pulled up, he said here, it pulled up a bit sore because of the break in the new bone that's formed there. Copped a bit of a whack, so we'll have to monitor it this week, just see how it goes doing during training. Um, Pat's saying, look, if it's just bruised, it should be right to go this week. And I guess he wasn't that high on the Supercoach points ladder himself, um, uh, Pete. But the the reality is the way that the Cowboys looked with him back in the lineup, it helps some of the other players, perhaps, um, that you own. Um, Tamalolo, Hess, Morgan, etc. You couldn't be more right. Yeah, I've, I've been a big admirer of Jake Granville for quite a while now, but as you then not just a one-man team anymore, the Cowboys. It's not just Thurston, as we saw the other night. Just say Greenville back made a big difference. Uh, you know, good performance also from Lachlan Coote and from Michael Morgan. Um, so, you know, they take control there and without Thurston. And as you say, then that can impact you, you know, more of your outside backs. And, yeah, as you say, uh, blokes like Cohen Hess as well. So, yeah, just because they may not have Thurston against Cronulla, if it's Stuart Granville, um, that's... And, and Morgan, then they're still in with a big shot and decent super coach points as well. Should also mention Ryan Simpkins with a suspected ACL and Dan Sargenson dislocated shoulder, not named these weeks. We'll be looking at the Titan situation with interest, as Pete said. You know, a lot of points last weekend. They've got the potential to go large, which means some of these newer, um, new blood, essentially, people like Morgan Boyle, could be interesting to at least watch, maybe even. Uh, bring in, and that is the injury report for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. It is um, worth going to give Pat a visit there out and in Sydney's East. If you live in the region, go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links. You get 20% off your first visit, and it's not just the sporting injuries that Pat looks after. Of course, back and neck troubles as well. Well worth visiting Pat Lines there, Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Um, we need to move on to what we learned for uh, round 10. And, Ryan, I guess what we learned is that, you know, things can get very large at this time of year. Defence seemed to take a backward step and um, some big Supercoach points there. You um, certainly profited in our Supercoach Pros Cup. A big, big day. I think one of the biggest we've seen um, so far this, this year, for sure. Um, and... Yeah, good captain, you know, choosing a good captain, getting the captain right is important, of course, and then just having these these heavy hitters in at this time of year, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys like um, Paul Vaughan certainly um, helped out, and it always helps when a guy gets good base stats, um, ends up with a try, and it, I think he also got a try assist um, for yeah, his front row partner as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that kind of thing just, yeah. Skyrockets um, the scores, uh, but guys that we that we earmarked um, early in the year like Angus Crichton, um, he's really starting to come into his own and put up uh, another ninety three points this week. So it's guys like that who have come in who are, you know we've said yeah this guy this guy this guy and he's they're really starting to pay off now. Um, the other guy that I thought was interesting to. Uh, to bring in um, in a team that's not going so well, it was uh, Kerrod Holland from the Bulldogs. Um, now Holland didn't have a great game, but he did end up with a couple of tries and a couple of goals, um, and then bumped his score up to seventy-six. It's that kind of 
thing, just where you'd think, well, look, the team's not going great, but this guy's going to get, you know, majority of the at least goal kicks and stuff like that. Um, might be a, might be an interesting little um, tactic, especially with um, the buy routes coming up if you have a uh, kicker in your side. The Bulldogs have a good buy draw. I'm kind of targeting William Hopawati. I think he's someone, he's played well both weeks, and I'm just wondering, you know, he's going to play Sundays now, and, and with the Bulldogs' buy draw being decent, and I've already kind of got enough Souths and Parramatta players, I don't want to overload with them and then get caught out when they've got their buys. Um, I'm thinking, I don't, you know, I've, I think I've got Adam Elliott, that's it, from the Bulldogs. So, you know, having Hopawati um, as well might work. But Holland's an interesting one because a little bit more up and down, maybe less, you know, a, a lower floor than Hopawati, but a higher ceiling and that goal kicking could turn out. And the, and the reality is teams that... You know, they were poor last week, Bulldogs, but we've seen it over and over this year where majority of the teams are turning in one good performance, one bad performance. You look at teams like Manly and Souths, just did it this week, just gone. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Canberra come out with a big game this week after being disappointing last week. Some of those um, Supercoach players are going to be worth targeting this week, maybe even captain. And so the Bulldogs, you know, this is a very tough matchup against the Roosters, but it's usually a, it's usually a well-played encounter between these two. They don't, there's, not, there's, no, there's no love loss, that's for sure. So that could be interesting, um, some of those players as well. And then obviously you've got them for round 12 also. Look, we may as well seg straight into it. Um, our topic, one of the tweets from last week we really enjoyed was the cheapies that were going to rise at this time of year and then disappear quickly. And uh, I thought that would be something worth looking at a little bit deeper and... and Pete was sort of gone through a few names. I guess the big ones, uh, you know, Nickel Klockstad and, and Malachi Wateni Zelezniak, who are playing, uh, are going to bump this week in price. Um, one's, you know, Nickel Klockstad might be playing on the wing, but he's only eligible as a 5'8 as a or halfback, whereas Wateni Zelezniak is a centre and winger. But there's a few other names there too. We mentioned Boyle, I think, um, Fuamona from Souths is, could be an interesting one. Maybe he's got a one more week, but there's a few others as well um, that you've been thinking of. There's, yeah, there are a few around. You did mention about Morgan Boyle, who's a, a young prop from the Titans, uh, made his debut earlier this year. Actually, the son of the former Raiders centre, David Boyle. Um, he's been getting some some reasonable amounts of game time, and through the origin period, there's a possibility that one or two of the Titans forwards, such as Jared Wallace, for example, is going to get selected. Yeah. Origin, so it, it only flows on that he's going to get more minutes. So he's definitely, um, definitely one to uh, to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Ryan, um, what about from the Roosters? Because they're going to have some guys likely out of out of Origin. Yeah, look, the guy who I think will um, end up starting, um, and I because uh, I'm sure Mitchell Pearce will be picked for Origin, um, is Connor Watson. I think he'll slot in there into the halves. Um, he's um, 200, about 200. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not bargain basement cheap, but he's still very reasonably priced, and he could be a nice little fill-in for that area. You might be able to go, okay, I'm going to chuck him in. He's going to play a couple of games. He's going to make... He might even make a little bit of money. He might lose a bit of money. It's that's the that's the risk he got. But um, given his given the guy's talent and the fact that the way the Roosters play and um, how Trent Robinson's gone going, 
I, I think he's a, a real good pick. The Storm play in rounds 15 and 18. And I should mention Ryan Madison as well. He's back in the 21 this week, 247,000. He might take Boyd Cordner's spot in the back row. That could be another interesting one there for the Roosters. Um, the Storm, they'll play in rounds 15 and 18. Obviously, no Cronk, no Smith. Who knows? Might be no... We expect no Chambers. Uh, might be no Slater either. Um, you know, we don't know about Jordan McLean. Um, you know, he was in the extend, extended squad for Australia. We don't know about Dale Finucane. We don't know about Felice Cafusi. There's a lot of um, a lot of guys there that you know, they, they could really be picking out of the battle. So you've got Brandon Smith, who's a young hooker. Slade Griffin, who could end up playing hooker or halfback. Brody Croft could be there in the halves. Uh, Cameron Munster's apparently one out of it's out of him or Milford if Thurston's not fit for Queensland. So you know there's a lot of guys there for for Melbourne that, that and they could get a couple of games there. Particularly if you've had one already, that could be nice to get a bump, um, a bump up in in price as well. But um, yeah, if you're just looking for those sort of guys, and and one I'm just going to mention very briefly because the Dragons don't have a great buy draw, but it's interesting interesting to see Matt Dufty. St George, a guy we really liked from the nines, has been named in the 21 this week. He's been playing really well um, in the lower grades, so interesting to see what occurs with that. But the Dragons have got a few injuries. Um, speaking of which, we may as well go through the teams now, starting with the Thursday night game, Cronulla v North Queensland. Chris Hyington is the new prop with Matt Pryor out suspended. Jason Bequeer comes back via the bench, so no Joseph Paulo goes to 18th man. Uh, interesting for the Cowboys, have picked the same 17, but um, Jonathan Thurston is in the 21, along with Labert and Kalen Ponga. New Zealand v St George, Solomon Carter's out, so David Fusatua goes back to the centres and Ken Mamalo onto the wing. We're looking at the, the 21 there as well, um, but Vatavai is also out, so I guess um, Lola here is the one named in the 21 there, maybe an outside chance of getting a go. Uh, there is sort of rumours about him moving to the West Tigers mid-season, um, but it has been denied so far, so let's see what occurs there. Sam, um, with no Simon Mannering, Sam Lassoni started last week, but he's gone back to the bench, and Bunti Afoa gets the opportunity um, to start there instead. Ewan Aitken's out for the Dragons, as we said earlier, so Tane Milne goes to the centre, and Leaf for Fi-Fi Law goes onto the wing, and as we said, Matt Dufty to the 21. Who knows, maybe Dufty ends up playing fullback and Nightingale on the wing instead of um, KFFL. Uh, the Broncos v the Tigers. James Roberts is back in the centres. Kahu goes to the wing. Me to the interchange. No George Fire this week. He goes back to the reserves. And Ben Hunt joins it. So we'll be watching that with interest. Cody Nikarima. Um, I guess if he can get through this game, he'll probably play the next one if Milford's out. Or Bennett decides to move Milford to fullback to cover Boyd um, going away for Origin. So there's a couple of ways Nikarima still gets 80 minutes in round 12. Um, if Ben Hunt does indeed return then. Jack Littlejohn, he'll go to 5 8 because Mitchell Moses has gone on to Parramatta, of course. There's no um, Seaman of Fagai or Michael Cheekham, although Aaron Woods has been named. This is a bit of a look, um, I guess, Ryan, to the fact that Daly wants to see Woods play a game before picking him in for origin. I'm not sure if, if he's going to get through it because this was supposed to be a one-month injury. Yeah, absolutely. I was quite surprised to see him named, um, let alone straight into the starting squad. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see, but, yeah, it's clearly done. 
for that reason that he wants to try and prove that he's fit enough to play um, State of Origin in the coming weeks. Kyle Lovett joining the bench there. Gold Coast v Manly. Dale Copley's the new winger with Dan Sarkinson out injured. Lever Pulu will be locked with no Robert Simpkins. Kane Lawton joining the bench. And big Tommy, terrific Tommy Turbo's out. So Matthew Wright is the new fullback. It should be noted Lloyd Perrett and Darcy Lussick are on the 21. Uh, Parramatta v the Raiders. Corey Norman's out. Bevan French goes to fullback. Clint Gutherson into the halves. Bo Scott back via the bench. So David Gower is out. Uh, that man, Mitchell Moses, has been named in the 21. That would be quite a shock if he ends up playing this weekend, but I guess it's possible. Brad Takarangi's also been named in at 21, so he might take the place of Kirasami. However, um, the Raiders get back Josh Papalia. They'll like having him back at least for this week. Joseph Tuppany will be locked. Luke Bateman going to the bench. Dynamis Louis into the reserves. Um, interesting with Bevan French, Pete. I guess we haven't really talked much about him, but he's got that high upside. He comes back this round. Is he worth at least watching? Um, because of Parramatta's good buy draw, if he can, if he can sort of look half the part at least this week. Well, just talking about the um, the impact that's other, like you know, looking at the whole team as a unit. I guess with the Cowboys, with Granville onto onto other players there, in the absence of Thurston and. I wonder whether the absence of Norman is going to have a marked effect on like like Bevan French. He does admittedly play off a bit off the top of his head um, in an individual sort of player rather than team player, I guess. But um, I don't know. Yeah, certainly worth watching him, as you say, because of the buy draw. You certainly couldn't discount him. He is a talent, and he's you know he's got the potential to go very big on Super Coach. So. Yeah, watch him. I don't know about buying him just yet. I'd just like to see him come back for a week and just see what happens first. Newcastle v the Penrith Panthers. Sam Stone comes back into the second row with um, Lachlan Fitzgibbon out with a knee injury. Mitch Barnett comes back via the bench. That's a big in for Newcastle. Um, Tyler Randall, Brandon Elliott and Jake Stockwell all um, moved, well, all in the 21. Elliott and Stockwell didn't end up playing, of course, on Sunday. Um, so it, will be, it remains to be seen if they'll get a game or not, and Tyler Randall's dropping out of the 17 there. Corey Arunera is in for James Fisher-Harris, as we said, for the Panthers. A real kick-out is the bench player. The Bulldogs v. the Roosters. Craig Garvey comes in for Marcelo Montoya on the bench. Montoya didn't even take the field on the on the weekend, um, or back to last Thursday, I should say. The Roosters 1-17, to but um, Ryan Madison added to that reserves, as is Isaac Liu, so either or both could end up playing uh, via the bench this weekend. And finally, Souths v Melbourne. Zane Musgrove gets a reprieve with Jason Clark out injured. The Storm are 1-17, to but it should be mentioned that Nelson Asafa Solomono has been added to the reserves there, so he could be an outside chance of playing. Let's look at the best um, performers for this round. And, of course, we do it all for the Supercoach Predictor app or the Supercoach Pros app, including the Predictor. Um, the trading targets, we've mentioned a lot of them already. Guys like Nickel Klockstad, Wateni Zelezniak, Isaiah Yo, Adam Elliott, Cody Nikarima, Morgan Boyle, Alex Johnston, Michael Jennings, Conrad Harrell, Jared Croker, Sione Mataudia. They're all the, some of the high-priced rise potentials for this round. Um, big names. Billy Slater's predicted to do best from Suwalusi Vunuvalu. So there's some interesting ones there as the Storm taking on the Rabbitohs. Hawira Nera right up there as long as he gets 80 minutes. Corey Oates and Matt Gillette up there for the Broncos. Tamalolo for the Cowboys. The Cowboys do have a buy in round 12, but playing in round 15 
you may consider Tamalolo if you don't already own him. Certainly a good week to get him in. Um, Tim Laffey is up there. He's been a sleeper for the Dragons for a number of weeks now. He could, he certainly um, wouldn't have been the worst, at least as a daily league target. Daly Cherry Evans should do well for Manly. And, uh, of course, the usuals like Paul Gallen, Paul Vaughan, Cody, and uh, Dylan Walker to bounce back. And then Isaiah Yo And, Pete, you've been on the Isaiah Yo bandwagon um, for a while now, I know. But I've got to admit, again, the predictor saying he would be the best performer for Penrith last week. And we usually tweet out the best. And, of course, you get them all on the app. So if you had the app, you'd be fine. But if you just listen to our tweets and my subjectiveness enter overarching, thinking, well, surely Isaiah Yo won't. But he killed it against the Warriors. He absolutely killed it. He sure did, didn't they? All come out and kill it in the second half. Um, well, in, particularly in the first 20 minutes after half time. But, yeah, he's been a, a, a very good player, um, both Supercoach and Panthers was for a little while now. Um, and I think he's a dual position player, so second um, centres and, and so on, and uh, second row. So, um, And he's still only 393,900, which is not too bad. Um, and, yeah, he scored 125 points on the weekend, which was just massive. It would be interesting, actually, to see the breakdown of what he scored in the first half and the second half. But, uh, yeah, yeah he it, was, did well. it was tremendous, he tremendous. Was, certainly did well attacking that Warriors' right-edge defence, and that's what the predictor, you know, had him, why it had him best Panther. And so there'll be definitely one to watch um, anyone playing the Warriors now, you know, if you're on that left edge. Looking ahead to round 12, obviously only the eight teams playing. So these are some key stats to know. Nathan Brown is predicted to do best. Angus Crichton's right up there. Andrew McCulloch, Cody Walker, Paul Gallen. Um, Simon Mannering, if he plays, of course, he's not playing this round. Wade Graham, Bevan French, we mentioned earlier. James Roberts, um, Graham and Roberts, both are especially Graham, a chance for origin, so that could be out. And then Jordan Rapano has been a bit disappointing. He's also up there. And all of those, of course, are done for the Supercoach Pros app and predictor. And Ryan, I mean, you know, go get it if you haven't already. You know, and, it's not, and it's not just all the predictor information, of course, but uh, podcasts and tweets and blogs as well and the money ball aspect. Yeah, absolutely. All there, your fingertips, easy as to use, like it's it's simple. It's basically simple, um, and yeah, it's just going to give you a, just going to give you that edge that you need, you especially just, coming into this time of year. Yeah, and just going there and searching by price rise or price fall or two round price rise. You know, a lot of aspects to it there that's sort of helpful. Just looking at the best, you know, so you can know which captain guide a captain if you just search the best function. And then you've got things like the money ball. If you're interested in money ball and that H value, you know, very important there where it looks at the cost and the predicted score. And this is something made famous more with the American sports with their daily leagues that are very, very big over there, the H value. And we're probably one of the only ones, um, if the only one in Australia, to offer it for rugby league. So, you know, you, you probably get a lot out of it if you're a money ball player. It's simply on that and everything else is a bonus. The fact that you get your podcasts... Um, straight delivered to your phone um, is, is, is as good a reason as any to, to get it if, if you're happy with, with our service from that regard. And it is only the only way we sort of um, get any income back out of it. We do it for, for love, not money, that's for sure. And um, it is a little way to say thanks. But, you, of course, you get so much more out of it than simply just a thank you. You know, uh, Thank you, you're welcome. 
let's move on to the tweets now. And uh, Under the Radar asks, is SJ a sell? I say yes. Happy to play second fiddle and seems content goal kicking and not much else. Ryan, you've had a pretty close eye on Johnson for most of the season. Um, what, are you, what are you making of, of his performances at the moment? Look, currently, SJ sucks. I'm sorry <laughs> to say. It's just, he's not good. He's not going well. Um, we all know how well he can go. And we and if you played super coach for a couple of years, we all know how great a super coach player he can be. But it's not happening this year for whatever reason. Um, is he a sell? Uh, look, I don't know if he is, uh, purely because of there's not a lot of options a bit, uh, to replace him, especially considering some of the injuries that have occurred. Uh, there's every chance he's going to come good, but... Geez, you are going to have to make that decision in the ne- in the coming weeks because he still costs you a fair packet, and if he's not delivering, you need to get someone in there um, pronto. You almost stuck with him, like through thick and thin. Um, I'll bring in Benja's tweet as well, and we'll get to the other parts of it. What to do with Burns, Braden Burns, and do SJ and BJ require triage? I think it's a funny way to look at it. So that way we can talk a bit more about Johnson, Pete. Um, I'm, I guess I'm concerned that with not a lot of halves around, Norman injured, some of them playing Origin, Warriors do play around 12. You're kind of stuck with him. But then, with as Ryan said, the money goes down. Um, and then now you're stuck with him longer because you're wanting to get get him back. The one thing I would say, he hasn't he really Foran's taken an upper hand. The one thing I would say is that this time of year, this is when the Warriors start winning games. There's every chance they go on a run now, winning five or six of their next eight. That's right. Um, and they traditionally taper off at the very end of the season. Um, sorry, Warriors fans, but they do. Uh, yes, through the origin period, for obvious reasons, yeah, they've got um, they've got a massive advantage over other clubs, and yeah, and this is when they have shown you're absolutely spot on. Um, but yeah, with Johnson, as you said, it's a very good analogy. You say like he's a great player, uh, completely out of form. If it was pretty much anyone else in the, that you had in the house, apart from he or Thurston, would be the only ones that you'd really stick with through through the way Johnson's been performing super coach wise. Anyone else you'd say, no, see you later. But with Johnson and this time of the year for the for the Warriors, I think and unfortunately, like I it's it's a fifty call, but I think you've got to I think you've got to hang on to him there. It just isn't much out there. Like who are you gonna go and get? Like Nathan Cleary's hasn't been doing a lot. Um you know, Luke Brooks is quite. You know, like who you who are you going to get? Um, there's there's no one else out there really. Yeah, unless you go for for these Warriors teammate Nickel Clockstad just for a bit of money. But I just I think when you over the buy period, you're just looking to maximise your scores. I mean, and look head to head. And Ryan, we talk about this a lot with head to head because if you're in a head to head league and your opponent over a bye week isn't looking that strong. Well, you can save your trades, you can use a mid-round, things like that. And I guess there is some part of it where you could say, well, I've got an easy match-up in round 12. Maybe I will ditch Johnston for Nickel Clockstead, make some money, and then worry about who I'm going to bring back in later on. I mean, I think overall, you're probably stuck with him. But head-to-head, there are a few more options. Yeah, head-to-head, yeah, but... 
you have a bit more um, flexibility in, in the way you can just say, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, dump him, grab someone for the cash and then, you know, get someone after that time's over for a, um, you know, for a better price when you and, hope, you know, hopefully better scores as well. But it's it's tough when you're not really into the head-to-head and you're just playing, you know, you're going for the end of, you know, end of season, uh, you know, top yeah. top 100, top, top 1,000. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a tough one and I don't think you can just at the moment. He's still pretty much the second best half to own after Cody Walker over this period, it seems. Um, when we sort of break it down... What about BJ Lailua, Ryan? Joey Lailua? Because he looks uh, a bit disinterested right now. Yeah, it's another one that's crazy. It's, in fact, I think he kind of embodies Canberra at the moment. Yeah. Um, when things are going well, um, he looks amazing, but things haven't gone that well for Canberra of late and they're expecting it to happen. I think that's the same with BJ. Uh, he's expecting it to happen, expecting all the all the gold that he produced last year just to appear again. Well, um, last year he'd roam around the field and then certainly on the weekend he just stood there flat. And, I mean, he was obviously despondent and he's a confidence player. He had a couple of mistakes, but he didn't get involved. No, absolutely not. And and if that happens in a few more games, what happens if you've got him in your team? Like, do you go, well, I'm yeah. just going to, you know, cop that and, and wait for him to explode into, you know, when Canberra perform, well, it's, you know. It's a disaster, and, and you, even if you're a Rapana owner, yeah, it's a bit of a disaster because he's he's sinking he's sinking on the same ship. Yep, exactly right. And, uh, look, those two are kind of entwined as well, um, as they were last year going up. <laughs> they're the same going down. The Raiders play in round 12. You might be stuck with him for a couple more weeks, Pete. The, a couple of really low scores for Leilua, but I guess one big score and he gets a lot of that money back. And so, you know, are you, are you holding on to him at the moment? Yeah, it's the Johnson thing, isn't it? You're holding on to him by reputation, hold, hoping that he's going to come good. You need to have a careful look at his at the buy draw for the Raiders and who, who they've got coming up. Um Say, for example, as you say, in round 12, they're playing and they're up against the Roosters. Uh, Roosters have been in good form. You have to have a look at the app and see where where they've been letting in super coach points. But you wouldn't think they would be a really good team to, to be up against in terms of trying to get your mojo back for, for super coach. Uh, um, ben Johnson so, asks what, what to do with Burns. Braden Burns. I know we spoke off air about Adam Reynolds still being in the mix for origin duty. I guess you basically, if you're a Burns owner and you don't want to sell him, you're looking at the possibility that Walker goes back into the halves to cover Reynolds. Johnston goes back to fullback and Burns gets the wing spot. But with Aaron Gray back from injury, it, that may not even occur. And Souths, you know, they looked pretty, pretty good, pretty fluent. I'm not sure how Burns, you know, unless there's a couple of injuries, gets gets back in there. And even if he does, whether he, he can get the super coach points. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd personally rather see uh, Reynolds get selected for Origin than Pierce, but, you know, I'm not a selector. Um, 
And apart from that, I yeah, I just as you say, I don't see Burns coming back into the side at all. Um, they looked really good. I, I watched that game closely between Souths and the Tigers the other night. Um, sorry, Paul and Ryan, but um, <laughs> the, the Souths are really really good. Uh, Walker coming from fullback was great. I think Aaron Gray is a quality player, and they've missed him this year. Um, and there's some yeah, good input from him, and yeah, yeah I, I don't see Burns getting back in there, so I'd be letting him go. Finally, Pat asks, really struggling to not tear my team apart for round 18. Is 15 enough if aiming for top 500? Don't see many keepers playing in round 18. And I guess, Ryan, you're looking at round 18, we're looking at the Bulldogs, the Eels, the Knights, the Panthers, the Rabbitohs, the Roosters, the Seagulls, and the Storm. And the Seagulls will be without Tom Draborovich, one of you know their supercoach best. Um, and the Storm, of course, won't have their um, Supercoach guns playing in the main, and neither will the Roosters in the main. So this is this is going to be be tough. I, I don't. I think this whole Origin period, I think we'll see a fluctuation in the top one thousand. Personally, um, can you wait on this for round eighteen? Can you sort of have eight, nine players, and then try to? get something happening once round 15 is passed to get to that 15 that he's talking about or maybe even 16 starters yeah look that's a real this is a really good question and it's very tough because I don't I think you probably need 13 um, well that's my preference um, as your minimum number of, that are going to play in a buy round um, 13 if you can manage it uh, because I think if you've got 15 playing in a buy round, I think you're going really well. Uh, but with the with that round 18, there's a lot of like uh, I don't say it with disrespect to the other team, but a lot of good teams in inverted commas playing, but playing without their star players. Yeah, and then you got so, teams like the Knights that might not have any players, but do you want any of them in near super coach lineup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to burn one of yeah. your one of your great players for, you know, just so you can get someone. Unless Mitch Barnett points. comes back into form and back from injury. and There isn't a guy yeah. there that can well, be a keeper. There's, there's always the exception to the rule. Mm. So it's going to be tough. Um, but Dragons, maybe. Maybe some Dragons players. Maybe by then Widdop's back. Maybe Paul Vaughan doesn't get selected. We think he will. Maybe Jack DeBellin doesn't get selected. We think he will. You know, there's a couple of Dragons yeah. players you could target. Jeez, oh. That's right. I don't know. Yeah, it's look, not worth it to, to to chase guys that might only score you thirty or forty. Just say so you've got yeah. seventeen players. I don't think it's to destroy to destroy your team. Mm. Just say so you um, come through the buy period quite well. It doesn't really stack up at the end of the year because then you're going to just be chasing them all to get who you want back in your side. So I, I think yeah, if you can try try for thirteen. 15 is definitely enough. 15 is amazing if you can do that, especially if you're trying to save, you know, hang on to players um, that are going to come back after those buy rounds. So. And the Dogs, Eels, Roosters and Storm, who all play in round 18, all have buys in round 19. So if you load up too much on those guys, you're back where you started in round 19 and you've got less than 17 playing, you know. Exactly. And, they, and you won't get the four trades that round. You only be allowed to... <laughs> 
Yeah. So there's a lot exactly. to consider there. And uh, look, last week we had a great tweet that we turned into a topic, so maybe it's going to be two weeks in a row because that is a that is a great tweet. Uh, that all, that's all we've got time for tonight. Um, Peter, thank you very much, as per as always. Yeah, it's good fun as always, and getting close to origin. Yeah, by the time we do the next one, the teams will be announced. We always like that one. We like our show where we have our shot at it, but we like when we know as well. Ryan, thank you very much. No worries at all, mate. Talk to you next week. And I am Pulley G, Paul Grzadka. Don't forget to get the Supercoach Pros app with that predictor information all on there online. Follow the links from our website, www.supercoachpros.com, or via Twitter. You can, If you don't follow us on Twitter already, do so. We'll send out the tweets for each and every updated game with the final team lists, of course. And uh, give us a like on Facebook as well. That's it for the show. Good luck this weekend, the last full round that we have for a little while. And uh, we'll be back to break it all down, of course, next Tuesday with those Origin teams announced. I am Pauly G, Paul Grisadka. Bye for now. <laughs>